I mean, not to be Welcome. loud enough. <laughs> Welcome to our box, if you heard that. <laughs> <laughs> I should have turned my volume up. Uh, ah, this... <laughs> well, we obviously don't have uh, paid professional yes. tech people in our and our crew if here. You, if you're just joining us for this first episode of Welcome to Our Box, it's actually our 12th. And so <laughs> you can go back so catch up, into people. the archives to hear the full clip on where that comes from. But uh, here we are. I'm Amy. I'm Amanda. And we're in the box, 35, 44-year-olds in uh, the middle of nowhere. No, <laughs> in North Dakota. And um, yeah, we're just podcasting here. Yeah. <laughs> so Give today... Today, uh, we wanted to talk about um, changing our minds and uh, the right to change our mind, if that's uh, something we um, value, is it something we judge others for, particularly women, I think women on women, um, and the mind changing that happens. Uh, And, you know, I'll I'll kick it off just with a joke. I mentioned this was our topic to a friend, and he goes, oh, news alert, news at seven, a woman changes her mind. and made a joke about that. I guess we're we're good at changing our minds if if the male sex had a say. But um, I don't know. I guess I've been wrestling with a bunch of questions. But Amanda, do you have some thoughts to begin? Well, yeah. So when this whole uh, topic idea came to me, what I automatically thought of was the old mantra of you know it's a woman's prerogative to mm. change her mind. And growing up, I always viewed that as a representation of strength or sass or sexiness or control (laughs) you know like I can do whatever I want I can change my mind if I want to you know sort of like bam you know and so like I viewed changing your mind as as a positive Mm. um but I know as I've aged and as I don't think about that mantra some part of changing my mind has inhibited me in providing my opinion um, so it's a little bit of a dichotomy oh. there because sometimes I feel like, well, if I say this now, what if I learn more and I don't believe that anymore? So then I don't want that old belief like, hanging out there like this awkward thing, you know? Um, so it's sort of a two-way street for me. I feel mm-hmm. conflicted about the whole concept of, of changing yes. your mind, whether it's a positive. But but I do see now in the world changing your mind is both something that's being very advocated for mm-hmm. when it comes to whether it's how you handle your health in yes. the pandemic, um, race relations, gender equality, all of these things where people are trying to educate others, um, you know, to maybe have a broader yes. perspective or a new perspective. But yet at the same time, I feel like at least if I view it through social media, when I see someone change their mind, like, okay, let's say a company, you know, adjusts a logo or a, or a band changes its name or a person says, I used to think that. And now I see this. It's almost met with vitriol. Yes. Oh, it took you all this time to get there, huh? Or you finally Mm -hmm. changed it. And it's like, but didn't you want them to change their mind? So, so you're angry at them for doing what you wanted them to do. And so I struggle a little bit with this whole concept, especially in the present times. Mm -hmm. Um, And every mind change doesn't need to be shared on social media. (laughs) And you know, other people's reactions, but, but it's just, it's, it's, it's sort of a complicated topic, I think. Absolutely. I've been wrestling with this too, because I think we've talked about this. Is it weakness? Does it show weakness when you... If you're quick to change your mind or Mm -hmm. if you admit, obviously, you didn't know everything, shocker, and so somebody was persuasive enough or gave you new data, so you 
did, you made a different decision or you mm-hmm. feel differently about something. Um, I think that's informed more than flippant, right? And yeah. so then I think, I think that's strength. Um, to make an informed decision and to and to change your position, whatever it might be, but but I also I also am with you. There's there's opportunity where it, I mean when you do so or you're influenced in a way maybe too quickly, uh, mm-hmm. it can look weak. It can sure. appear to be weakness, and people can um, criticize you for that. And I don't think it's always warranted. Sometimes I do. Sometimes I do think it's warranted that everyone's just going to have a reaction to what's popular, the, you know, the, the flavor of the day. Mm-hmm. And it's like, do you, is this grounded in any belief? Is this grounded sure. in a truth? Is this grounded like, in some moral, you know, thing that you feel that strongly about or not? Because if not, I'm not really even sure you should be in the conversation. So you're talking more about, like, public opinion trends, Probably. Right? Okay. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Well, and maybe, like, uh, public uh, like a company or a star mm-hmm. or a public person's reaction to those sort of yes. where you can kind of see them just swing in exactly. the wind based on it's just temperatures for, out it's there. Just okay. for the public. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, personally, right. Like I'm a terrible decision maker. And so I think that's more of, I don't want my decision to upset people. Like if we're going mm-hmm. out to dinner. I don't really like to pick the place cause I'll just do whatever. Right. I don't feel that strongly. I have to go along and get along. So I feel this pressure. I don't know. Sometimes to, I really want a burrito. <laughs> I mean, sometimes I really want to go <laughs> to red lobster and everyone knows that. <laughs> so, you and the lob, man, you should be in their commercial. I really should. The lob is the, the best. Of the year. I know. I got to get that popcorn trip. But, uh, Sometimes I do, right? But on if it's multiple parties, I just don't want to be the person that somehow makes a decision that upsets somebody. If somebody mm-hmm. had their heart on something and I chose something else, you know. So I just want to keep the peace. But I mm-hmm. think in the workplace, and that's part of it too, in politics, any, and some, some in lobbying, I mean, you're making decisions every day to, you know, like running a campaign. You're making decisions every day to lead your team and in the direction that things are going. And... It's like if you don't or you or you waver or you go back or you allow the, the next person you talk to in your ear to, to change mm-hmm. that, your mind and that decision, it's, that's weakness to me. Mm-hmm. And, and I think women get a bad rap on that in the workplace sometimes. Yeah, that's really what you struck in my mind. I yeah. completely agree with you because I think so often, especially in the workplace, women are taught in these times now, in today's times, that you have to be very assertive mm-hmm. and you have to like be very steadfast and just well, Cheryl Sandberg, you've got to just really yes. lean in. And that means a lot of things. It does. But but it partially I think means you have to just like kind of commit. And I agree with you if you if you come to the table and you provide a decision only to at the next meeting or at some other right. you know, role reversal Without some massive shift that everyone can everyone can get on see, board with, yep. Then yeah, I think people look at you like as they can run you over. Exactly. And, and I don't, I don't know if people view men the same way, but I do know that women are, um, yeah, perceived in that capacity. And and so I think you know I was a manager um, at a young age, and uh, let's see, what would I have been like twenty two? I think when I started managing people, and I think I felt a lot of pressure to have the right answer all the time. 
um, whether it was on budgets, whether it was on hiring, whether it was on, you know, the, the work product we were producing. And especially because I managed people who were older than me. Right. So it wasn't just that I was a young manager, but I was a young manager of people who had more experience than I did. Yeah. And so changing your mind was sort of a careful, careful dance to walk. Right. Right. Um, and I don't think, I guess I'm not of the opinion personally that changing your mind is a bad thing but what I struggle with is other people's perception of me changing my mind does that make sense yes it like, does I can sometimes think changing my mind is done because I feel differently I learned something mm-hmm. differently the situation around me changed I just decided I don't want to do that anymore um but but I know yeah that it's not always going to be received in the way I yeah see it so what I should probably do is not care but but I do we so all care me. and if you're hearing yep. the meow so I'm sorry a little CJ is popping oh, around God. here oh mittens like oh mittens <laughs> she's just old and crotchety so I hear about it all the time Amy's cat um, we're not talking about a human being we're talking about Amy's cat <laughs> Can you imagine if I was telling uh, telling you about a friend named CJ that was not like, her, not her aged, old and crotchety, not your aged auntie yes. living in the closet? Yeah, she just she just may be. Uh, she's our guest interviewee on yeah. this podcast, but I apologize. What but, do you um, think, CJ? <laughs> she cats she, never change. Their no, mind, they don't ever change their mind. Just no, sassy and confident. No, um, no. I feel that I, there's a there's an anecdote I often tell sometimes with maybe too much. Um, like gusto and pride in myself. But when I was running Campaign Montana, and I remember we had decided on where the victory party was going to be, right? And mm-hmm. I, I get salty about that because I just don't want to talk about it before <laughs> the election is actually over. So I'm like, I don't want to deal with this. And and we had a staffer handling it, and we had made up our minds to use a hotel that hadn't gotten a lot of love from us throughout the, mm. you know, the we had done a bunch of events at this other hotel and they were kind of going to charge us up, you know, up the wazoo. And I said, no, let's go to this other one. Guy gave us a great deal, you know, it was more than accommodating and made up our mind. Well, the staffer who I had kind of working on it had reached out to this long event, long time event planner and and she said, oh, well, we've got to go back to the other hotel and say, like, can you can you match match this? And like, we've got to give them the opportunity. And the staffer came in my office and I was like, get out of my office. Like, no, we, I made this decision. It's done, you know? And I said, you got to go undo whatever you've just done. Cause we made this decision and it's over. I've moved on. And it, and I sort of, I mean, I, I tell that with like, I'm proud of myself for just Standing by and more, it's just a character flaw that I didn't want to deal with. That it's not a character flaw, <laughs> but I didn't want to. I didn't want my choice to be questioned. Right, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm leading this team. We've made the decision. Also, that's off the plate now. Like I need mm-hmm. to move on to other things. So make the decision, move on, deal with it, good or bad. You know, in in those types of things mm-hmm. um, that yeah. aren't earth shattering. You know, yeah. but and and it was it, so. I kind of I kind of just wrestle with that a little. But I mean, I probably could have handled it better. But I, I also think like no we did we did the right thing <laughs> so you know and I just sometimes those external forces that that want to convince you I don't know of another way it's like no I have a strong conviction that I gave my word and we're gonna do this and so too bad you know mm-hmm. too bad if somebody else is upset by it kind I of think you thing. bring up a really interesting point though and in that you know some decisions some opinions don't need to be rethought right? Some 
it could make a lot of good sense to do that. Like, what if the staffer had come to you and said, well, we've found out that they're doing, you know, construction and the ballroom is going to be, right. there's not going to be electricity. Totally different scenario, right? Totally. Maybe considering is yes. valuable. But I think in life, so many times when we are unsure whether we've made the right decision or when someone else is trying to convince us Mm -hmm. to change our mind, we don't look and see, is this a decision that needs changing? You know what I mean? Like, I don't think we pause long enough. I think, and just think about that. I think we are either, as women anyway, especially in the Midwest, probably especially in the Midwest, like you said earlier with the restaurant thing, we're wanting to appease people. Yes. We don't want the argument, whatever the argument is like it would have been you know depending on who that event planner is it would have been easy to just be like oh okay whatever exactly it could have it totally could have it probably backfired but yes well but do you know what I mean like it's I think we're we're much more drawn to that need fulfilling that need fulfilling the need to appease the people around us than we are to than we are to fulfilling the need to sit and analyze is this a problem worth shifting and then I but I think if we would give that more credence I think you know, it might take a little more time because you're you're um, gonna marinate in mm-hmm. that you know decision point for a little while. But maybe then, when we did change our mind, it could be you'd you'd be very ready to give rationale for yeah. why. And if you don't change your mind, same thing. You'd be very ready to give rationale for why. It's not neither are a knee jerk decision, yeah. and. Um, I, maybe that would provide more, I don't know if respect is the right word, mm. but like I think you would be internally more confident in your own in your choice to change your mind yes, or leave your mind or yes, leave it the same. Yes. Um, and then maybe the people around you would see like they thoughtfully considered my our, yeah. you know, yeah. option. Yeah. Some people will still be pissed at you. I of get course. that. Like that's not like yes. nobody's ever gonna be like, oh, okay. No. I think the more people we piss on, but, the better. But no. No, but I just think like sometimes when we get wishy-washy and especially mm. I'm sure men are like this too you know when this is my next question you know, so go but there sometimes when you're wishy-washy I think it just snowballs out of control but yeah. if you can show that you thoughtfully analyze something and you don't just respond to the bug in your ear that day those are two very different you know vibes that you give off mm-hmm. those are two very different results I think so do you think, and this is a question from your commentary, do you think that women, I want to talk about women here, do you think we are more likely to allow the influence of people pleasing get us to change our mind than like the opposite? Like I'm going to be, I'm going to be more likely to kind of just go along with enough people you know pushing me Mm -hmm. if they don't like my decision or my choice or my opinion I think stereotypically yes but I think on the flip side stereotypically men will do the opposite Mm. and both are an Achilles heel okay so I think I think from a stereotypical perspective men may dig in more even if they should change their mind and again stereotypically yeah but that's not right no but stereotypically we women at least in the Midwest, may be more apt to just appease the situation around us. And go with it. And if but, I say fine, But whatever. also not a great... Yeah. Th- as a whole, right? Yeah. I mean, so... 
So yes, but I don't think it's like, I, I think that's our half of the flaw coin, if that makes yes. sense, right? Our yin to their flaw yang. <laughs> yes, that's a good metaphor. I just wonder if, if, because what, like at the, at the end of the day, we change our mind about something, if it's a really big deal, I guess it's like, who does it impact? How does it make us feel? Like, is it more an influence? Is it more gut? Because honestly, I think we are, I think human nature is gut and like following yeah. the sort of that instinct. And I think women are more instinctual or at least maybe, maybe listen to their guts maybe more than mm-hmm. men do. Um, and feel free to disagree, uh, audience. But I just, that's my, that's my, um, kind of what I've gathered from my interactions, you know, um, but I don't, I, I, and I, th- I'm, I'm a big gut person. Like okay. I sometimes just know, right. And, mm-hmm. and it may not be popular, but it's like, Ooh, that just doesn't sound good or feel right. Or I just yeah. have this visceral reaction and, mm-hmm. you know, um, and I have Do a hard time hiding that. Right? Do you have them in the positive sense? You know, that's a great question because I, I, I often feel like, no, I often feel like it's always negative. Oh, okay. I think I talk myself, it's like multiple choice. I'm terrible at multiple choice mm-hmm. because I would talk myself out of the right answer. I knew it, but if I knew it that quickly, it was like, no, that can't be right because that was oh. too easy. All the time. You na- okay. All the time. It was like, I'd have to ask teachers if I could take a test again or take it verbally sometimes because okay. it was just, you know, I could tell them the answer, but if I had to choose from A, B, C, and D, I'd be like, no, it can't be that simple, <laughs> yeah, well. you know? So, so I've talked myself out of it, but, um, so it's usually negative. And in the, in the course of my career, I think I have experiential gut, if you well, will, course, right? right? We all do. We all do yeah, stuff we've gathered over the yeah, years and you've learned my, I think one of my biggest flaws is being able to translate that into an argument and being able to articulate it. So I can be in the room with a candidate and the candidate says something and you're just like, oh no, like we're never going to talk about that. No, you're not allowed to say that. Mm-hmm. Or no, this campaign's not going to spend time and money on that idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I would just have this like, absolutely not. And then it was hard for me. It is still to articulate why. And yeah. it's just sort of I like, dude, I just know. Yeah. yeah. And so you're I'm the not parent. I'm right. You're the parent. Because I said That's so. what it is, right? It's taking me years to even get there, but you kind of just, I'm wondering, is that how parenting is? You just have to go with it. <laughs> Although it was interesting because part of the sermon this past Sunday at church mm. talked about that to a point. And, um, you know, with that whole concept of as parents, and it, and it is, like, you can't, Sometimes you really can't explain it, and sometimes you just don't have the patience to explain it. But yeah. it's like because I said because so. Because I know, yeah, I I'm know the boss. More. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's really interesting that you say that on the positive or negative because I just maybe you know, like I said this before, you know, I'm a self sabotager, but it's like what? It's a movie. She's like maybe we're just we don't want ourselves to be happy. <laughs> oh, I <laughs> you know. know what I'm talking what about. Yeah, she's like maybe we're just never meant to be happy, but. It's yeah. kind of like that where the good stuff, I kind of go, is, it, is this really supposed to be this easy yeah, and this good? Sure. And yeah. and the hard stuff, the negative stuff, it's like I can dig in because I I do know that that's not what it maybe That feels, that, more that like feels wrong. Too. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. I don't know. So let me ask you this then. Do you feel more capable, or uh, let me not ask that that way. Do you feel differently 
about making a decision and or changing your mind in your personal life mm. versus your professional life? Do you feel at all differently about decision making or learning more or changing your mind in those environments? I feel I feel more open to changing my mind in a professional setting if like cuz I want to hear a smarter person convince me. Mm-hmm. I want to have that more data. I'm open to like, yes, please, let's have a dialogue. Help me understand where you're coming from. I think at home in my personal life, I think I'm just a little more flippant on it. I think I'm just kind of I'm blown in the wind a little on certain things, or I just it's not as important to me. Not, well, that's wrong. I mean, I that. God, what's it? What do you have saying? your priorities? Okay. So, like, I mean, what are we talking about? When we say personal. Are we talking about like the color rug I'm buying, or well, are we whatever. talking about it could yeah. be friendships? It could well, there be relationships. You it could be your family. You know, like yes. Whatever, personal decisions, like what is your health? What is sure. your, are sure. you going to buy a house? You know, all of those yeah. things. Yeah, personal I mean, decisions. I'm, I'm, I guess I don't, I don't, I don't get a lot of input. <laughs> I've been single so long. But that doesn't mean you don't no, get input. I'm teasing. No, but I don't. I think I've been, I think I'm just severely independent that way. Okay. In my personal life. And so, like with our health discussion, if I got to deal with it, I got to just, this is on me to do. So mm-hmm. I'm just going to go and do it. Do I solicit input? Sometimes, Yes. Is it is it about changing my mind? No, it's more about getting more um, opinions and like direction from people that maybe I value, you know, their thoughts and their mm-hmm. their life perspective. So, mm-hmm. um, but it's less about change my mind on this core belief. So, how do you then take that one next step level into your belief system? Like, have you mm. ever questioned? And by that, I'm. It could be your faith. It could be your morals. Yeah. It could be your, you know. Um, yep. how you view your sexuality, whatever it is. Like right. that system that you live in, mm-hmm. um, has that been questioned or have you questioned it yourself? Because like one thing I always found very interesting about my sister was when she was in her younger years, um, like her, you know, teens and 20s, I make her sound like she's retired. <laughs> oh my God, she's our age. Yes. But I'm just yes. saying, when she was yeah. like in her teens We were all in 20s, our younger years. I remember she was very like explorative of, you know, Buddhism and mm. vegan and all these different yeah. pathways in life. And not that she necessarily became those things, but she was just so interested in mm-hmm. what is that and what makes that tick and how does that yeah. operate? And like, do I want to be involved in that? Maybe a little bit? No. Yeah. You know, like she just yes. was very fluid that way. And I think... I see her now in her life and certain things anyway are very firm because she's done she's that done deep dive, mm. you know? So how would you view oh, man. that she makes me That makes me feel so shallow. <laughs> <laughs> I did not mean I that. I mean, I watched Sex in the City 12 years ago and I decided <laughs> now I, I did that wasn't really worth it. No. Uh, so that was a waste that, of 49 I hours. Those but hours. it gave us a podcast name. It so gave I mean, us the podcast. It was worth yeah. it. No, totally. I mean, I guess totally. I, I guess I would say I, I don't know that I've done that kind of deep dive or even you know that much exploration. Mm-hmm. Um, I see people that do, and I envy that a little. Or I mm-hmm. think, how could I do more of that? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm wondering if um, married life and motherhood eventually might spur on 
that thought more into action. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's, you know, cooking, you know, learning that for my mm-hmm. family or um, just adventuring and doing things and just kind of, you know, going outside the comfort zone because I want yeah. I want to push my family well, and my kids to do that. And, bringing you know. other people into those beliefs. Not right. Just, not just your... Not just yourself, like, right. as you think about it, but yep. you're actually, like, yep. bringing other yeah. people into that, yeah. whether it's, like you say, food or church right. or well, yeah. interaction with other people or whatever it is. Right, yeah. and, like, with Sean and our relationship, you know, he grew up very Catholic and I grew up mm-hmm. very Lutheran, so I've kind of been, I'm on the edges, I need to get a little bit deeper into it, but, mm-hmm. you know, I've been doing a lot of reading and thinking about that and what 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 are the true differences and mm-hmm. where, you know, where are we, and, um, and it's all good, that's all just great stuff, I think, you know. Yeah. Um, and just expands the universe for me a little. So, um, yeah, I should. I guess long story short, I should be. I should be more adventurous and more questioning of those of my core tenants. You know. Also, I'm 36, and not much is gonna change. <laughs> oh my gosh, you're not 96. No, Stop but it. you know, we get kind of wired. But but I wanted to ask you because you've been talking about this about when like how do you think of changing your mind as a parent? And your kids are little, but I'm just wondering if you see the, if you foresee any, like in 10 years and you've got teenagers and it's like, oh, I think differently about either the way I'm parenting or, you know, something I've, I don't know, I don't know. Or maybe it just doesn't even come up, you know? Well, what I first reacted to was like, you know, changing your mind in the immediate moment. Like you've got the mom, can I have a cookie? And my initial reaction is no. And then I sit and think about it and it's like, well, probably. And usually when I change my mind in those very like limited impact, yeah, yeah, exactly. it doesn't really matter if they have a fourth popsicle kind of thing. But if I start from no and I change my mind to a yes, I usually try to explain to them why I did it. And Ah. I do that because I don't want like – there's already enough of the like begging and incessant mom, 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 you know, and, and sometimes when you, you have to resort to the, because I said so. Yep. So I, I don't want them to think I'm going to change my mind in every situation. And so I want them to understand this. One. It was specific to this time because there right. were these factors surrounding what's yes. happening. Right. Like yep. sometimes they'll come home and say, you know, can I have a, can I have a popsicle or and I'll say, you know, no, cause we're going to eat dinner. Yep. But then it'll be like, oh shoot, it's a, it's a longer recipe tonight. So we're actually not going to eat for like 45 minutes. So yes, yes, you may have a popsicle, you know, it's not in right. 15 minutes. I'm not putting food on the table. Yep. And so then I'm like, oh, you know what? My recipe is going to take a little bit longer guys. So yes, you can have a snack, like a small, yep. it can only be a tiny one. Right. But yeah. You know, yep. don't eat like six bags of burritos but you know so I try to bring them into that decision Mm -hmm. process they can kind of understand what's happening but in terms of like larger changing your mind I think at least I have had to wrestle with that and how I parent because you know I'm very different than my siblings and I always had this perception growing up that it was because there is an age gap between us and so I had always thought like Oh, well, if we're going, you know, if you if if siblings are going to be more similar, then they need to be closer in age. Well, I I now believe that's totally Yeah, interesting. false, but, but I just yeah, like at the time mind. when I was young, yeah. that's what I chalked it up yeah. to is like, well, you're interested in different things than I am because you're older than me. Yeah. You know, that type of thing. Sure. Um and so now though, you know, you have kids and you realize your children are not carbon copies of each other no matter when they're born. Mm-hmm. They could be triplets and they wouldn't be carbon right. copies of each other. And yeah. so um, I think some of the methods that I used to parent my oldest child are not the methods that I used to 
or I can't, I should say, can't effectively mm. use to parent my second child because she needs different things yep. than my oldest child does. And then I think our last child, our third child, um, is somewhat different because, and this sounds awful, but I think it's just true, like your attention is so divided. You can't make certain decisions like... yeah. With my oldest, I mean, we would wake up in the morning and we would cuddle and we would read like three books together. Well, now right out of the gate, I've got three kids who need to eat breakfast and they need to all yeah. get dressed because we got to get out of the house. <laughs> we, you know, we're at a different time. Yep. And so he doesn't get, I made those decisions with my oldest because of course. not just for quality time together, like, yes, that was a conscious decision, but also because I felt like I was helping him learn yeah, and I wanted to have that early reader, yeah. you know, influence on him. And I just don't feel like our third is getting that decision implemented in his yeah, life. Yeah, sure. We, we do read to of him, course. for heaven's sakes. But I just mean... It's not the same. It's not to the same level. And so some of it time. is based on like necessity of environment, but also necessity of the child. And so I've wrestled with it a lot because I feel like with our middle child, I feel less with my... with I should say this differently. With my two boys, I feel very confident and very certain in the choices that I make as a parent. Mm-hmm. And and for whatever reason, yeah. like you say, that gut, that like yeah. visceral, yep. this is what we're going to do and how we're going to do it. And it's going to be great. And then my middle child, I feel, I don't feel that at all. I feel so confused mm-hmm. and so like blank. I don't know the right decision. And so it's the polar opposite where it's like, yeah. yes, I know I've got this. I feel great. And this this reaction of like, I don't know anything. Mm. And so it's it's, Interesting. it's not a comfortable situation. It makes you feel yeah. very human. I will tell of you course. that. You know, it makes you feel very, very human. Um, and so I think, you know, to anybody who has one child and thinks they are a parenting God, <laughs> I would say... <laughs> Maybe you are. Yeah, right. But before you, you know, really advertise that thought, maybe have a second and see how it goes. (laughs) Well, it's so funny. Like, I'm so quick to, I'm so scared of offering any opinion or thought on, like, wifehood and motherhood because I just don't, who knows? The day that happens, my life's going to be look so different. I don't know if I'm going to necessarily act or be or mm-hmm. think or, you know, the same way as I do now. And when I'm deciding or hoping, you know, well, that I'll be like. But you're still. So that's one of the things in all of this, too, is you're still allowed to have an opinion, even if that opinion changes. And I think maybe that's one of the things with all of this whole can you change your mind yeah. or not piece that I struggle with is we are all allowed to have our opinions, whether they are correct, whether they are wrong, or whether they are somewhere in the middle. And the thing of it is, those opinions probably will change mm. because we will, whether we seek it out or not, we will be exposed to new information. Some of that will reinforce, some of that will change, some of it won't matter, you know? But it's like, just because you don't have kids, you're entitled to a <laughs> thought. Yes. You're entitled to a perception of, wifedom that's or true. motherhood you know what I <laughs> the mean the kingdom like, yes yes but you know like yes I don't think that's right I think that would be awful if I said Amy you well, don't get to have an opinion on this because you're not in it you know I might think in my head well she doesn't your know. opinion may change yes that also may not be true your opinion could say the same it but could. you know what I mean like that's on me but you're allowed well. to have your own opinion 
thank you and also like to the universe I think that's that's what we need to get at because I I didn't like to, I didn't want to go into this topic because I feel like the answer is well it depends you know sometimes sure. you can and sometimes you can't and I yeah. think I wanted to go deeper than that I mean that is I just I just think that's that's the answer in mm-hmm. a way but I wanted to go deeper because I think it I think it comes down to how we treat other women and ourselves when we change our minds and our opinions Mm -hmm. and we don't I don't I don't know but I don't believe that we offer the same grace to other women as maybe we do ourselves or our best friends or our Mm -hmm. or our closest circle right and like public figures and um and I also don't think that we offer a lot of grace to women that are very confident and very strong in those beliefs and we were harder on them and we hold them to this almost impossible standard I'm guilty of it too I'm reading an author and she you know has has sort of changed her viewpoints on a lot of things in the past couple of years it's like well what are you going to think in two more years from now is it going to be the same and I just totally discredit Mm -hmm. her and I'm like no we have got and I, I mean I'm it's the whole you do you and I don't want to go there because that's driving me nuts these days too but We've got to find a way to kind of get some equilibrium there. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you brought up the book, so I had thought yeah. about that this week too. It almost hit me in the face one day. I was like brushing my teeth and I'm like, why am I judging her yeah. for changing her mind? And so the book is Untamed yeah. by Glennon Doyle. Yep. And we read it for our book club and it was a fascinating book. Beautiful. I really enjoyed reading it. So if anybody's looking for a book yep. club suggestion. But... I thought the same thing at first. I was like, well, I had not read her previous book, Mm -hmm. but she talks about her previous book in Untamed and how she was like wildly convinced of certain things and then her whole life basically upended. And in some ways, she admits, made her first book look like almost fraudulent. It wasn't because she at the time was was telling the truth. But because things have changed so much, you know, you could look and say, well, that was a lie and a crock. But so... What if instead of looking, I don't know if this is right or not, but what if instead of looking at the whole, we accept as human beings that that's where you are today and you don't have to think about where were you before and you don't mm-hmm. have to think about where were you, where mm-hmm. are you going? Um, I get there's flaws with that too, but I'm just throwing this out there. Yeah. What, what if we accept that that's where Glennon is today exactly. and good for Glennon. Or that is where yep. Amy is today or Amanda is yep. today. Um, but separately from that, sometimes I think we let other people's opinions of things influence our life when they have nothing to oh, do with our life. Amen. Like if my neighbor is a horrible person... Mm. Does that really impact my life? You know, obviously it depends on how that neighbor chooses to exercise their horrible personness. <laughs> I get that. Like if he's going to come over with a yeah. gun and murder me. Yeah. But Not but I just deal. think like if you're a crotchety person who's, you know, crazy about some something. Yeah. Like does that influence do I need to change my mind because of that? Do I need to live right. my life differently because of that? Do I interact with my family or my friends or my job or my faith or my whatever differently because that dude over there is a wacko? Right. Or just different than me. It doesn't have to be a wacko. 
But you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I feel like we have this, lately anyway, it's yeah. feeling like there's this immense pressure that everyone's opinion needs to be the same. Yeah, everyone's opinion is not the same, You're then not horrible. only is the, op- or is the other opinion, it might not even be opposite, but not only is the other opinion wrong, but somehow it fucks up my whole life. Yep. And sorry to put it so strongly, Amen. but that is how it is coming That's across. It is and I'm coming like, across. maybe it doesn't matter one iota what that other person thinks yep. or believes or sees or does or says or yes. Like and I know a little bit of that is that whole you do you like you brought yeah, up before, just, but I just think like I don't know. So to me there's a little not. bit of like allowing people to be where they are at that moment in time. And then second to that, evaluating, do other people's opinions, do they actually have an influence on my life? Mm -hmm. If they do, Mm -hmm. and they're wrong, or bad, or uncomfortable, or whatever, maybe I should pursue trying to change them, or trying to learn more, Mm -hmm. or trying to educate myself, or whatever, Right. right? Based on the situation. But if they don't, maybe I could just move on to something more effective, like... Maybe I could go serve at a soup kitchen. Maybe <laughs> yes. I could sit down in prayer. Maybe I could yep. go clean up garbage. Maybe I could yep. go take back my health and go for a walk or quit smoking. Or maybe right. I could call a friend who needs a friend, yes. you know? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Because it's like, it's we, go, we we touched on this before in a podcast. I don't really, at the end of the day, you don't get a say. So, like you, the proverbial yeah. you. Mm-hmm. It's like, of course, why? I do. Yeah, of course you do. But why? Like, <laughs> but like, hey, you, Mister, that wants to, you know, like, you don't yeah. get to the judge me you. and decide that, like, I'm not whatever, you know, mm-hmm. and because I'm not wading into this debate or I'm not posting whatever on social media, mm-hmm. and or if you um, are, or if I am. So guess what? Your opinion doesn't actually matter, and we mm-hmm. put so much stock in this. Go along with people, and and also there's a double standard, particularly with. I hate to say it, but Hollywood, and, and not Hollywood, I'm talking even about social media personalities mm-hmm. and yeah. the late night talk shows and CNN and 24-hour news and um, Fox News, all these folks, like, there's this double standard of, you do you, because that's what our society is, and it's all about free to be you and me and love and who mm-hmm. and whatever, but also not. Also, get on board yeah. against Trump. Get on board for Black Lives Matter, get on board, I don't know, you know, for gender equality me and yeah. me mm-hmm. too. And I mean, it's all of this. And, and I'm, it's sometimes it's like, whoa, you mm-hmm. just, did you read about the uh, Times editor that resigned? And maybe this is a, you know, yeah, opinion we don't need to go into, but I think that was Please. poignant in her resignation. Um, but, uh, one of the things I was wondering that I can probably speak more to because I've only read the one letter on her, so I don't... Mm. So, again, I might change my mind. <laughs> um, that was relevant. There you go. Uh, but what do you think about people trying to change other people's minds on social media? Whether it yeah. is a circle you know, so like, you know, your own personal environment, or it's like on a news site where, you know, yeah. people don't even who don't even know each right. other are right. commenting back and forth. What do you think about that? As a, as a thing, I, I have a very strong opinion that I believe anybody that's commenting already has an opinion that will not be changed, mm. or is very unlikely to be swayed to be changed by the best of arguments. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we choose 
to hear what we want to hear for the most part mm-hmm. from somebody that disagrees or, right, we'll find the flaw, we'll poke, you know, we'll mm-hmm. say, well, you forgot about this and, yeah. um, and I see it in politics all the time. I'm not. I'm not really sure what what else it weighs into. Uh, well, you know, social Anything. like commentary. Yeah. But um, and I just so I think it's a futile effort if I'm being honest, which is why I really have just stayed away from that. Mm-hmm. I found myself at a younger age when social media was new maybe engaging every now and then with a friend who I thought, well, really? I didn't know you thought that, and mm-hmm. I disagree, and here's why. And I thought, why am I spending my time on this? Yeah. So, and I hate to have that negative view, but that's that's where I'm at. What do you think? I think that's a good thought, that probably the people who post aren't going there for new information. They're going there to prove they're right. Yeah. Whatever their yeah. opinion is. Well, I oftentimes like to read comments because sometimes I think... What do people think about this, right? Like, I may have made up my mind, or I see it my I'm not looking to go learn information to necessarily change my mind, but I'm just learning, like, what what does the community or America or whatever mm-hmm. think about this? And I'll go, oh, well, I guess I didn't think about it that way. I don't agree with that. But, like, I didn't even realize that would be a thing, that, you know? Right. That's a good um, point. And so sometimes I like to do that just to sort mm-hmm. of take a temperature check of yeah. the world, if that makes sense, so I'm not only living in my own head about it but but even in doing that I very rarely changed my mind there are times where I've read something and gone okay I guess I can kind of see that like I still don't agree but like I see how you got there you know like okay that makes sense if you want to choose that you know but um that's an interesting point I just think it's hilarious that people spend time on that yes because i think wow like, like what well, a waste what a time oh man so well it's like i love to read if i'm gonna buy anything online i love to read the reviews oh, gosh. i will spend hours on amazon <laughs> reviews like you and John. next next oh, my gosh I'm like this person said it cured their blah 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 <laughs> Right, like I'm all in beauty products, like house, whatever I'm buying, right? I want to read the reviews. And what I have realized, nine times out of ten, if you're posting a review, you had a five-star experience or a no-star experience, right? Like you had the 2020 experience or you had like the best year of your life experience. And it kills me. I will say. There is no in-between. So I was looking for a running hat. My friend got one of these hats. It's like a, it's a bill, uh, like a baseball cap, right? But the back of it laces up so you can put your ponytail through it, like wherever you want. Love it. Brilliant, right? So I was like, need this. I want one of these. So she sent me a link and I'm looking at that one and I was like, I wonder what other ones there are. So I'm looking at options, whatever. And yeah, I read one of these things (laughs) and it was like, four stars, fit terrible, (laughs) ugly color. And I was like, four stars, what? I'm like, I don't think you know how a rating (laughs) works. So it made me laugh. (laughs) Made me laugh. Um, yeah. She probably tied her hair into the noises. Uh, but but it's true. Bit. Like there's just and that's what I that's what I equate to commentary on social media. Like you are you are so deep in that thought and in that, yeah. you know, advocating for that that that's what you're going to spend your energy. Like who writes reviews? People just I don't I've never yeah. written a review online. Not one time, mm-hmm. right? So, like maybe for the Yelp, yeah. you know. I'll say we've done a couple Yelp ones like, and we've had once good or twice, but like, really good experiences that we want to, you know, yes. that were 
So tell me, is there an instance where you you shared an instance where you chose not to change your ah. mind? That was pretty like you know. Honey, yeah. Do you have an instance Ooh. that you can think of where you have changed your mind? I want to say not, that's fine. I'm I just, want to say yes, <laughs> but I can't. I can't think of one. I mean. I don't think it was earth shattering, you know, mm-hmm. I think it was probably a political policy or an idea and I thought, okay, I'm convinced, you know, yeah. um, I'd have to think about it. Does one come to mind for you? I feel so shallow. No, I don't think <laughs> it's a tough episode. at all. Not in the least. I think it, if you never had a chance where you didn't change your I mind, definitely I definitely have changed my mind, but I, you know, you know. I can think of, I think my opinion of an industry changed, and I think my opinion of a person changed. Mm. And, well, a couple people, That's but whatever. Fair. That's um, a good But, and, and most people. of, so, I, I think for me, I remember, this is going to sound silly, because I obviously don't know Lance Armstrong, but for me, for whatever reason, it was pretty pivotal mm. in my world outlook when he admitted to the doping. You know, I was somebody who followed him from the outside. I was not at all in the cycling world, but just an American who would read about it on the news. I had read his book. I thought that was very inspiring and interesting and that kind of thing. Um, You know, maybe so maybe people closer to the situation saw it coming, but I didn't. I really thought he was innocent, which is probably (laughs) stupid. But I think... I think... So innocent is is a good word to zero in on there. And I think Mm. the, the admission of that kind of took away some innocence for me of like my opinion of like you said the royal you but people out there and I think I was so quick as a human to trust and to say you're good and you're always every everybody wants to put their best foot forward all the time right and it's only really terrible people that don't do that you and I both and so I remember after that, there was a, I won't go into it on the podcast, but there was a person in our life who had sort of a public fallout. Mm. And, and I remembered going, somebody shared the rumor with me and normal, I think pre Lance Armstrong, I would have dug my heels in and said, no way. Yep. And then because of that, I went, it's probably true. Yep. And then it was. And in, 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 in some ways, sort of in a nice way, that eased the blow it did for, yeah. for me. Well, for real. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I do. Like, I do. I, I remember my, having that conversation with you, too. I was shattered because, you know, I already yeah. had come to the conclusion, like, well, it probably is. So yeah. that is that. Um, I didn't say it was, but I no, just, in my but, head, I prepared myself. Yep. Does that make sense? Yep. And I think in terms of an industry, so I've worked um, in communications, public relations, media for 20 plus years now. And I think, well, I haven't worked in media. Like, I've, well, I've but you, worked yes, with, the, with media, the media, not yes. in the media. <laughs> Clearly. But that's, that's what has shifted for me. And mm. I, I think I came into it with the thought of, like, everybody's, everybody's here to put their best foot forward. And everybody's here to share their, their piece of the pie. And, like, not everybody's going to agree. Not everything's going to be accurate. But we're all here trying to do our best. And I remember... And I'm definitely not a media is terrible person. Yeah. So I hope right, nobody right, right. in the media listening to this, if you are, <laughs> thinks that that's where I put you because I don't. We're all human beings. But I did have a reporter really, like, d- dug their heels in already on what the answer was. 
to a question. So yeah. she's asking me a question, but she already she knew the knew. answer in her head. Like she, in her mind, knew she already knew the yeah. answer. And what I was providing her was not what she was looking for. I was providing her an attorney general opinion mm. on a legal issue. And she was digging into what some professor somewhere who wasn't even a professor of law was <laughs> providing. Yeah. And I was like, but, and I kept saying, she kept saying, well, but this person says this. And I, and I kept saying to her very calmly, like, however, the attorney general, the attorney general yeah. opinion yeah, is X, is. Y, and Z. And like, I was like, you've already made up your mind mm. and I'm providing you like concrete legal yeah. from a legitimate Content. source yeah. from, you know, not like not, it's not my word versus yeah. your word. It's not, you know, Joe Blow versus Joe Blow. Like, this is legitimate stuff. And I was like, you've already made up your mind. And it just so disappointed me. And again, I'm not trying to paint all the media with a terrible brush because one reporter did that. But it just, it really shifted my view Mm. to be a little bit more questioning or a little bit more careful of my expectations, I guess. So, you know, in both cases, I don't think I automatically judged that person or automatically judged that industry but I do think it makes me more cautious mm. and less automatically trusting. So that's yep. a time where I have had my mind changed, but more so by experience than someone yes. getting in my ear. Yep. Um, but change my mind. No, I th- oh, that's well, in the first instance, we experienced in some ways together, right? And um, just as a mutual uh, factor, but I, I am such an emotional person. I live my life, I feel my way through, I think, more than... Um, rational thought processes sometimes, but I, I didn't want to believe it, you know, mm-hmm. and I resisted that. And I think like you, just like you, I'm, I'm very trusting of people out of the gate mm-hmm. and then I fall hard when sure. they, when they prove themselves wrong. And my dad has a line, like we're all fatally flawed and it's so true. And it's taken me years to start to internalize that and not put certain people on a pedestal or not kind of fall in love with all of these people Mm -hmm. right right away and and let them sort of show who their real selves are to Mm -hmm. be but at the end of the day I like to think that I can still find the good in people right like you can still see it even when they disappoint you you don't want to walk around oh I can't believe this person treated me like that or Mm -hmm. did this to me it's like but I still I still see them for all of these great qualities or right and so I mean, but yes, my mind has been changed in that sense too. Maybe not to be so emotional and trusting and just, just kind of ease in. Yeah. <laughs> Don't no, just jump in, ease in with people. Yeah. And, and I, not that I want to be guarded, not that I want to, you mm-hmm. know, I keep people I've, at a distance. I thought but, about that too because I'm like, well, I don't want to think they're bad. Right. You know what I mean? I don't, yeah. or, or automatically yep. think they're bad. I would like to let them reveal to me what yeah. they are. So I think I've tried to come at it more like, vanilla yeah like yeah. I'm gonna paint you as plain <laughs> right now yep. you are gonna just be bread you know yeah. like you're not gonna be toasted you're not gonna have any yeah. butter on you yeah 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 you're yeah. not gonna be burnt like you're just gonna be <laughs> you're just gonna be a piece of bread or a vanilla ice cream or whatever the case yeah. might be and then we're gonna add our toppings add to it. and and um so I just yeah because I've struggled with that too like I don't want to go into every situation now thinking everybody sucks right right <laughs> right that's not well, right. helpful and it's like well right and it's like to, to your point somebody in your ear or just I think when I've changed my mind it's been somebody maybe actually pointed out what I knew in my heart of hearts and what I had in my gut but didn't want to believe mm. 
And yeah. I think that is, I think those are the instances where I've changed my mind and it's, it's been the hardest, but it's been the best thing for me. Right. Sure. Where it's like somebody actually said like, Amy, this boy is not pursuing you. He, he does not, he's not mm-hmm. giving like you're giving. Maybe it's time. Right. And yeah. it was like, I knew it still held on, still pushed, yeah. still grabbed for that relationship, but I knew it. And then when somebody finally kind of said it and spelled it out clearly, push. it does. It was the truth. It was just setting mm-hmm. the truth in front of me on this plate, like not in a judging way, but in this like, this is what I see. Mm-hmm. And and you can do with it what you want, right? right. And it did. It mm-hmm. ultimately changed my like, okay, I'm not going to be in this anymore. I'm going to yeah. make a different choice. You admit it to yourself, yeah. which you already knew. Like yeah, you and I, I, I don't know if that's a weakness that somebody else needed to point it out, but I just couldn't see clearly, right? Or you want to yeah. believe something else because I am like this emotional person, you know? And mm-hmm. so, and I just want to hold on to that because I don't want to believe that like in the that it could be broken <laughs> well I think that goes both ways though I think you've got people like yourself where you find the good in people and you allow that good to outweigh whatever flaw that person has or flaws whatever which you know can be incredibly helpful in certain situations um but I do believe there are people out there that do the opposite that refuse to see yeah. the good that people provide they only focus on you know the negative or where they disagree or whatever and I think everybody has or I I I guess I do believe everybody has a little bit of both I really do that little bit might be a very little bit yeah Um, and and, you know maybe it doesn't erase the bad um, or erase the good whatever but it's um I think everybody does have a little Mm -hmm. bit of both We're, we're all complicated creatures so we are so complex I think as I'm aging though you know, one of the things that I've, that I, I really appreciate my husband for is he's, he's just encouraged me, um, you know, have your opinion. Yeah. Like it's, it's fine. You're allowed You're, to have You know it. what I mean? And, yeah. and, and I think sometimes I equate having the wrong opinion with not having love yes. or not having value or not being appreciated. And I think being loved, being appreciated, being valued, those are high values for me. I don't think everybody has that mm-hmm. same weight that on them. Mm-hmm. But so if you have this opinion that is the opposite, then I always feel like, well, then you're going to love me less or then yeah. you're going to value it's me less. That and that, that might not even be true. Because yeah. I know one of my bosses, like I, when I resigned somewhere, they said to me, I'm really going to be sorry to see you go because you always brought the opposite opinion to the table. Wow, and it's like, well, geez, I would have loved to have heard that before. But you know what I mean? Wow. So like, so like it might make someone love you more because, mm. or value you more because your opinion is different than theirs. And I didn't, at a younger age, I didn't see it that way. And so Ugh. it's something to just that. like, like it's okay to own who you are, yep. you know? Yep. I think we should, I think we should, I think that's a great kind of landing place for this. And I think, I think we need like women, you are allowed to have an opinion Mm -hmm. and just let's, let's just, let's think about that this week. Like let's Mm -hmm. everybody think about where I'm allowed to have an opinion and be heard. Um, My mind might change. It might not. And Mm -hmm. either way, I'm just going to own that and I'm, you know, sit, sit with that. Mm -hmm. Right. And. And allow yourself to, to, to have an opinion. And I would say I agree with you, first of all, first and foremost. And second of all, I think my biggest takeaway is, or, or, or advice to share, 
is don't allow or let all of the other opinions out there weigh on you so heavily. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, because someone has a different view than you, don't let that ruin you your wrong. life. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't make you wrong. Absolutely. But also don't ruin. let it ruin your life. Yep. You know, keep pressing on with what you think is right. Yep. Keep pressing on with what you think is important. And if other people aren't there with you, well, maybe that's their loss. Like, just yeah. let, like, like yep. do all that you can do to be educated and complete in your opinion and move forward with that information. And then everybody else is on a different journey. Yeah. You know? Yeah. As my 95-year-old grandma would have said, so what? right she had that at the end yeah just sort of that so what and it was it would just put everything in perspective (sighs) i like that i want a shirt yeah you kind of do i like one of those wristbands (laughs) what would frida say uh (laughs) frida so anyways well thank you for this Thank you, and thanks for the Bud Light Orange. Hey! Say, uh, Bud Light, if you want to sponsor us, fine. I got a <laughs> Bud Light Orange during this extravaganza, and I got to say, good. that was tasty. I'm so uh, glad you enjoyed we, it. We did a little nine holes of we golf did. before this, and we I got to say. should have had the Bud Light Orange on the course. Coming off the course, that tasted yummy. <laughs> so, anyhow. Well, what are we thinking for next time? So, <laughs> we are going to, so it's almost an extension of this conversation in a lot of ways, but um, we're going to talk about uh, how our worldviews are shaped. Yes. So, whether it is, you know, organic information that we process and retain without even realizing it, or yeah. even if it's not even meant to influence us in that way, right? Like, it's not a purposeful uh, right. provision right. either. Um, but then the things that are, like, what are, what are some of the ways that we feel we as women have arrived at our worldviews. And I think one of the really interesting uh, nuggets that you shared when we were talking about it is, you know, going in to negotiate your first job salary, you know, you you didn't. Yeah, no, I was (laughs) told. You accepted your job. You were excited about your job. Yeah. Somebody said to you, like, well, why didn't you negotiate more? And it's like, well, I didn't even know that was a thing. <laughs> right, right. Right. And they're like, well, nobody taught me either, and I did. So how do, yeah. you, how do you arrive do at these, those? like, perceptions or views or, or pathways, notions? That's a good way to put it. And, and what shapes us to, to really be the people we are with the worldviews that we have? Yes. It'll be deep. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Bring the Bud Light Orange. <laughs> <laughs> So enjoy your box wherever you are. We will enjoy our box (laughs) where we are. (laughs) Signing off.